Ladies and gentlemen, it's the start of the week. This is the Right Guys Podcast, where we don't believe in taxes and we know estimates are just that. Guesses. And now your hosts, Josh Hammerling and Max McGuire. Welcome back. Another edition of the Right Guys Podcast. My name is Max McGuire here with Mr. Producer Josh Hammerling. We were talking a little bit at the start of the program, but uh, just so everyone knows, uh, I bought a house. I have a mortgage on my home. Very good, very good. Don't need any back rubs or anything like that. Josh, you bought a home in the past. Yes. And you used used a mortgage to purchase that home, as most Americans do, as opposed to inheriting a house or paying cash for it. Mm -hmm. What's been crazy about this Donald Trump fine in New York, this $364 million fine, is that it turns on its head some basic principles of property valuation to the point where you don't need to be a billionaire to be concerned about this kind of logic being weaponized against you. Anyone who's ever purchased a house could be fined a tremendous amount of money if this logic in this case became mainstream and government began using it to go after their political opponents. Yes. Which right off the, the, the bat, we might as well say that New York Governor Hochul has tried to reassure other New York developers, businesses, oh, that's good. that this logic won't be used against them. It's just against Trump. Don't worry if you see yourself in the same position as Trump. Trump's the bad one. We're not coming after you, which this should be the first piece of evidence on Donald Trump's appeal mm-hmm. for selective prosecution. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that immediately right. after this comes down, the first thing that the governor says is everyone else who does the same thing, don't worry, you're fine. It comes down to a disagreement over appraisals. Yeah. And I don't want to get too elementary, but for anyone who hasn't bought a home or 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 just had someone else handle the process, if you want a loan, you need to produce collateral. You right? To tell the bank that if you don't pay your loan, the bank will get this piece of property and the bank will own it. And the bank will be able to resell to sell that property to recoup the money that they gave you. Sure. So when you purchase a mortgage, that collateral is the house you're purchasing. Until you pay off mm-hmm. the mortgage, the bank owns it. If yep. you don't pay your mortgage, the bank takes the home, sells it, and pockets the money. If you right. are getting a loan and you're using a property that you own outright, right? It's the same principle. You say to the bank, hey, I need this much money. If I don't pay back my loans, you can have this property. It's the same principle of using property as collateral between a mortgage or just any loan that you're using that property to get it. Donald Trump, like many developers, like many business owners, used his properties to get loans. Sure. Because it's worth a lot of money. Worth a lot of money. A lot. A lot of money. And you can disagree with how much the property is worth. But at the end of the day, how much the property is worth really doesn't matter as long as the bank is comfortable with loaning him yeah. X amount of money so that if he doesn't pay, they can take the property and make their money back, right? All they need to know is that the property he's putting up as collateral is worth more than the loan or yeah. could be worth more than the loan. Right, or recoup a, a significant yes. portion. 
right? I mean, that's the point of it. You put up something to risk something. Yes. And usually both parties in that instance would agree. And if you don't, you know, verify what's been said, you know, that's on you if yep. you go into the agreement without checking it. So, you know, generally everybody sends out appraisers and everybody gets, you know, the number that has one versus the other. And typically you come to an agreement, right? I mean, that's yep. that's how the process works. Anybody who's purchased a house, I've, I've had two houses in my time. I've had to sell one, which, you know, it's all pain in the butt, right? Because when you want to sell it, somebody's got to tell you what it's worth. And it's within a yep. ballpark. Sometimes it's way lower than you ever thought. Sometimes it's way higher. Hey, I just want to point out that since we started doing the show, the weirdos still call my phone every day at the same time on the days that we go live. So. I'm feeling really good about that one. It's That's just funny. it's just going crazy over here. So you know we're hitting we're hitting the right buttons, right? Yeah. Because that you know when you when you get weirdos coming back out of the 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 closet, that's always kind of fun. But everybody does their research, right? Mm -hmm. And if you don't do your research and you screw up and you way undervalue something or you way way overvalue something, right? That's all on you. Yeah. That, that's why you want to have good appraisers. You want people to actually go out, look at the property, see what's sitting there. Mm -hmm. What are the comparables and stuff, right? Yeah. And it it, it all exists there. It's not a mystery, but you both agree, right? You go into a contract mm -hmm. and that contract legally binding. And the amount, like when, when, if you are looking for the loan, when you go to the bank and say, hey, I need a loan, here is my collateral. I say it's worth this much money. You bet. That mm -hmm. means nothing. Functionally, that means absolutely nothing because the bank mm -hmm. is going to say, thank you for your estimate. We'll take that under advisement, but we would like to have our own people go out and look at it. Those are appraisers, yeah. right? Uh, if you're talking do. about multi, multi-million or billion dollar property portfolios, you get more than your neighborhood appraiser. You have entire teams yeah. that go through that. But at, oh, the, yeah. at the individual property level, it's just appraiser, right? And they have their appraisers that they use. And so if the appraiser comes in and says, hey, you know what? They overvalued it. They're paying too much. I don't think you'll be able to recoup your investment. Then that's what's in in the business. That's called the house not appraising, failed to appraise. And the bank then has two options. The bank can either say, hey, your house didn't appraise, so we're not going to lend the money to you. Or the bank can lend you the money any, anyway by mm -hmm. saying, hey, it might not appraise now, but we're looking at market forces and we think it's going to keep going up. We're comfortable with you paying back your loan. We think that'll work. Now, for most people, you never get that option. You never get right. that option. But for right. billionaires, you get that option. You get that option for, hey, you know what? We might be off a little bit, but we're going to trust you. Nowhere yeah. in what I just described to you is there a crime. This no, happens every day all across the country all day long. And it's not criminal behavior. But in New York State, New York State's ruling against Donald Trump has decided that the act of estimating a property to be more valuable than the state of New York, not even what the bank says, but what some third party says, is actually a civil violation, a violation of law. Total, well, I'm going to call bullshit on that one because we don't, it's not. In, in the business, on the bank side, it's also called risk, right? Mm -hmm. They're willing to risk that money, meaning that they know that there's a chance that it doesn't pay back, but they're willing to take the risk with that person so they can make 
profit off this because if the person pulls off what they say and then the property becomes extraordinarily valuable and the, the loan gets paid back at an interest rate, they make money, right? Yes. That's that's it. So essentially you're telling me that the fundamental part of how you buy and sell property and how a bank looks at it with risk becomes a crime according to the state of New York. Mm -hmm. Yes. So at what point did Trump lie about the actual value to defraud the person who put up the money? So that's what I'm looking for, right? I, I, yeah. Where, where did the fraud occur? Because if they're both agreeing parties and they both come together and say, yes, okay, let's take the risk together. I mean, that's America. I mean, that's yeah. money, right? You risk. And there's a disclaimer on the bottom of Donald Trump, the Trump organizations, their property value estimate that says this is just an estimate. Do your due diligence. Reasonable people can disagree. Yeah. But this is what we think it's worth. And so it's craziness because Donald Trump put forward this property. And even if Donald Trump was wrong, it's not a crime for reasonable people to disagree. Different appraisers can come to different appraisals, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All the time. And it's reasonable for him to look at a piece of property and deduce that, hey, you know what? This has a ton of potential. We just got to get this out of the way. Donald Trump valued the property. Just look at Mar-a-Lago. We're going to talk about Mar-a-Lago today because it's easy. He valued Mar-a-Lago at over $700 million for his loan. The bank says, you know what? That's a pretty big piece of property. I think you're right. Letitia James sued him, arguing that it's only worth $75 million. And Judge Ngoron, in his decision, ruled that it's only worth $28 million because that's what the property tax assessment says. And it was fraud for Trump to insinuate it was worth even a dollar more. So the person who does the appraisal and gave it to Trump, are they an accessory after the fact for fraud? Because they created that number, right? I mean, the ludicrousness is you'd be able to bring in anybody who created part of the appraisal, right? Because Edgerton, the, our, uh, I don't know if that's the judge's name, he comes up with $24 million on a Thank property God. that's most likely worth a billion dollars at least, yeah. right? It has to be. You're talking about premier property in paradise. You're going out of focus. <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get fixed. Things not working. Okay. You know, it's worth half a million dollars, Max. Easy, right? And he's. Wouldn't you want to value your something? You know, up twenty percent, thirty percent, if you could. Yeah. To try to when, sell when, it, right? I mean, that, are, that would work. When you're getting a loan, you are going to value your property as highly as you can. It's not a crime to think the most of your property. And it's not a crime to personally value your property at levels higher than other people might value it based on what you believe it's worth. Um, but you, it's funny. I want to go through this, but Judge Angoran in his decision says, no, you can't blame the accountants. That it what? doesn't what? matter because the accountants are only using the information that was given to them. And if you give bad information to the accountants, you get a bad result. Whoa, whoa, yes. whoa, 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 whoa. I'm trying to fix my, my camera now, but what? Cover it up and cover it up completely. And then come back. Yeah, there you go. There we go. All right. We're back at it. Um, okay. So the only person in this whole process that can be gone after is Trump. So they're not even going to have the lawyers. They won't go after no, the yep. appraisers. 
so my question then becomes is how how would I not feel singled out if I was Donald Trump at that point? Oh, like, you know, if I was the defense. 100%. Right. So that that that's there. And you're telling me they're also telling local business people not to leave the state because, you know, we're not going to come after you. If, if that doesn't raise the stinky cheese to a high level, I don't know what it does. Because there's no precedence for this, right, Max? I've, I've heard of no precedence at all for a crime like this. So everyone gets off except for Trump. That's, that's essentially where you're going with that piece, right? Everybody yeah. can get away scot-free if you're associated yeah. with it. Don't worry about it. But what if you ask somebody to go out there and purposely give a really bad appraisal of it? Like if you were a judge and you just looked at a bunch of stuff and you appraised it, right? Would that make him an accessory after the fact? Well, that's the thing. We have a comment um, coming from Rumble. The appraiser is not liable. You're correct, Cannonball. The appraisers, I I looked at trying to get my appraisal document for my home. I couldn't blur out all the details. I don't really want to do that. But there's on it that says, hey, this is my own estimate. You, You trust my estimate but I can be wrong too. So the appraisers admit that they're not guaranteed to get it right. And you have to pick your appraiser based on how much you trust them to get it right. Um, In order to understand this, we we got to tell the story of how Donald Trump got Mar-a-Lago. Okay. Mar-a-Lago. I don't know that story. He purchased Mar-a-Lago in the 1980s. And I believe it was, he was purchased it. It was originally previously owned by the heiress to like the post mills fortune, like the, the serial. Yeah, I believe it. I believe that that's who it was. But people can fact check me if they want. Sure. sure. Um, he offered a lowball offer on the house. He offered like fifteen million dollars on the house, and this is a, oh. this is a mansion. It's got like fifty three right. bedrooms. And Trump's a real bathrooms. estate guy. He's yeah. gonna come out low. It, it just so we're clear, this is the property we're talking about right here. This is practically the entire width of Palm Beach Island. Wow. Um, so what a chunk of land, man. And you can see how the $28 million valuation is ludicrous because this house is valued at $29 million. Um, so to and say just all a, of this come... is worth less than that is stupid. Donald Trump wow. offered them $15 million. It was put into a trust. The trust says, no, we're not going to sell it to you. So what does Donald Trump do? He goes and buys this property right here. And he, he buys it and he very publicly threatens to build a big high rise on that property <laughs> to destroy Mar-a-Lago's view of the ocean. All wow. of a sudden the interest in Mar-a-Lago <laughs> plummets and their best bid goes from 20 million to nothing. No one wants to touch it. Who wants to buy property if you can't see the ocean potentially? Right. It's Donald ocean Trump, property. Donald Trump then swoops in and says, "Oh, it looks like no one wants to buy your property anymore." Huh, I'll give you 7. Ruthless, ruthless. He buys it for seven million. No. At the time, the furniture, the china, the accoutrement, for lack of a better word, like the, yeah. the decorations, the chandeliers, yeah, yeah, yeah. was valued at eight million. So he could have gutted the whole property of all and the china and tables and everything and wow. made a million bucks. So it was a great deal. Yeah. He then gets into financial problems. We all know the stories. Atlantic City. I used to live in New Jersey. Yeah. Atlantic City is not yeah. what it used to be. He was so risking he, money. He's going through bankruptcy proceedings. And obviously, he had listed Mar-a-Lago as an asset that the bank would be able to control. So in order to get out of bankruptcy, he's talking about selling off Mar-a-Lago to basically break it up into pieces and turn it into a bunch of much smaller 
residential property, similar to how this is all like a grid. They're saying, okay, well, this doesn't make sense. Cut off the property here and take everything here and make this housing units. Something like that. The people of Palm Beach rebelled and said, no, we don't want more housing. That's crazy. So they blocked the rezoning effort. So then Donald Trump says, whoa, 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 I I can't keep it. Um, I can't afford to pay for it. The property tax is going to be incredible. So we got to find a way to make this work. So he reached an agreement with Palm Beach County. And that agreement was he would turn this into a social club, not a primary residence, but a social club. And in doing so, it would be taxed at a much lower level that also takes into account the historical significance of the property. There's no other property like this. Yeah, nothing like this exists in the world. So the property tax valuation is deliberately low because Trump has agreed not to turn it into a bunch of residential units and to keep it as a historical icon in the area and to run it as a social club. Donald Trump's valuation, however, is based on the presumption that he could get out of that deal. So when Donald Trump valued it at 700 plus million dollars and you talk, you hear him, he says, actually, I think it's probably worth 1.5 billion these days. And considering there's nothing else like it, it might be. That valuation is based on him assuming, believing that he could get out of that deed restriction if he really wanted to. Now you can, reasonable people can disagree over whether it's possible to get out of that deed. Yeah. But generally, billionaires usually find a way to convince county level governments to help them out with zoning. Big banks like Deutsche Bank <laughs> usually convince county yeah. governments to help them with zoning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the, the rules happen. don't apply as strictly Things to happen. billionaires. But when you read Judge Ngoran's ruling, he uses this phrase in perpetuity. I'm going to zoom in. In perpetuity? In perpetuity. Oh, my. In exchange for executing this 2002 deed, because they they kept updating the deeds on what you can and can't do. Uh, It gave away, in perpetuity, the right to develop or use the property as a single family residence, leading to Donald Trump to pay significantly lower property taxes on Mar-a-Lago. This is true. But the deed is not in perpetuity. In perpetuity would suggest that forever, nothing fixes it, right? The deed is in place as long as the deed is in place. The deed is in place until both parties agree it's better for the deed not to be in place. So this is all based on Donald Trump valuing the property as a developer. Say, hey, I got this asset. If I really wanted to strip it for parts, sell it off, I bet you I could get $700 million plus. And this New York judge is saying, no, because you agreed to run it as a social club, you got a valuation at the county level of $28 million for just for tax purposes, right? And therefore you committed fraud. Okay. Did the, the gears judge are turning, buy a the house? The gears are turning in Josh's head. Yeah. <laughs> well, turning. if the judge bought a house and he got it lower and sold higher, he would be guilty of the exact same fraud that Donald Trump is being accused of. Well, basically, it, he's it, arguing that it isn't reasonable for Donald Trump to value the property at $700 million because Donald Trump is locked into an agreement in perpetuity that it's only worth 28 and it has to always be a social club. It's not worth $700 million if you have to keep it as a social club, right? 
it it makes between 20 and 30 million dollars a year in profit a year. yeah yeah so you factor in the land then you factor maybe you give it a 5x maybe a 10x if you're generous multiplier in terms of valuing the business because it's not just property it has a business on it maybe you get to 200 300 400 million dollars you don't get to 700 million dollars if you're running it as a social club right you don't get there but no they say it's only worth 28 and he didn't define any tax law he no. just he just worked taxes the way they were supposed to work mm -hmm. so how is that statement even relevant to the case since he enjoyed lower taxes what what, what what does that matter? Basically, he signed on the dotted line. My property is worth this much. Like every year, I, I yeah. go in. Yeah, and I, I I go in. I physically go in. Even COVID years, they're like, we'll do it. Uh, so I'm okay, so in. the the, pro the property then becomes property. it was it was much lower, right? So it have to be valued as lower. Yes, the guy gets himself an incredible tax break, turns it into a a really profitable social club, and that's that's the fraud. Yes. Like that's the fraud. Is that what you're telling? Because I'm trying to find the fraud, and I'm having a hard time. Here, here's pulling another his example. Reasoning. Here's another example. Suppose you're okay. a farmer okay, and you own a hundred acres and that land is zoned for agricultural purposes. So you pay next to nothing in property taxes. Every yeah. state that I know of has a significant uh, property tax reduction in place for, um, for agricultural properties. Right? Yeah. There's other oh, yeah. ones. Like if you're a homestead, if you live on the property, you get a, yeah. a reduction. If you're over so 60 cool. or 65, you get a reduction, right? Yeah. All these things. Let's say you own that land and the county says it's worth $20 million. But a 100-acre property, if you were to sell it to a developer, they could put a, a, a lot of homes on that property. Let's 10, say let's 15. say if you give it to the developer, sell it to the developer, you could probably sell it to them for $20 million. Oh, no, sorry, for, for $100 million, right? Well, yeah. 5X, what, what, what the county says sure. as a farm. You go to He's... the bank and you say, I need a loan. I got this amazing property. I say it's worth $100 million if we if we turned it into residential units. The bank agrees. Says, you know what? Right in the right in the perfect area of town, I think we can turn this into a big moneymaker. Yeah, we'll give you a loan for $100 million. The prosecutor swoops in and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's zoned agricultural. And you know it's zoned agricultural. You know it could never be residential. So therefore, you committed fraud. Well, what are they leaving out? The fact that every day there are property owners who go before county governments and get their property rezoned. Yes. Every all the time. Every neighborhood development in America had to be rezoned. Yes. There's a horse place just down the way that they were trying to sell that they wanted to rezone for horses so, or for homes. And they were, you know, they were they're trying to get it rezoned. It it happens all the time. So you can try to turn a, a property over so you don't lose money on it. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of it. So where's the fraud? I'm the still fraud, looking for the fraud, fraud here. Is, the fraud is that you gave it a valuation based on a development scheme that is not legal at the time. But that is ignoring the fact that it can become legal like that the minute you ask for it to be legal. Yeah, to be rezoned. For what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So th that is the crux of, of Judge and Gorin's problem with Trump's valuation of Mar-a-Lago. That he valued it as a private residence. And it was zoned and restricted by the, by the deed as a social club. So it could never, because that deed was, quote, in perpetuity. Which isn't true. 
the deed is in place as long as the deed is in place. Donald Trump has signed multiple iterations of this deed. Signed one in the in the 80s, one in 1992, yeah. one in 2002. Like he keeps signing updated ones, updating the terms, proving that it's not in perpetuity. Yeah. But it really is another example. I live in the suburbs, it's, right? It's insane. Unless unless someone can prove otherwise, I believe technically I own the mineral rights. Unless someone else purchased them under me, I believe I own yeah. the mineral rights to my house in Texas. If I discover some super rare earth mineral under my house, I yeah. say, oh my God, I just hit the jackpot. Maxim. We'll I go, maxim. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll call it Maxim. I go to the bank and I say, I need a loan for, for $10 million. I, I show I show them the the drilling core samples. I say there's this mm. there's this material underneath me. I think I can get the the town to rezone my little third of an acre plot, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, into yeah. mining. I think I can do it because of how rare this earth mineral is. And the bank says, you know what? We trust you. We'll help you with that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll give you the loan. Prosecutor swoops in and says. Your house was only appraised at two hundred something thousand dollars as a residential unit. You just committed fraud. That's the logic applied to that situation. That's totally no. It's it's not fraud Same. because I'm just risking. I'm risking the property to the bank to get the loan, and they know that there's a potential value. It would be fraud if if in that situation if the mineral was never under the earth. Yes, that would be fraud. Correct. Right. If I went to the bank. And I said, hey, you know what? I can develop this land. It would be fraud if I actually couldn't develop the land because the topography wouldn't make it work or um, yeah, state yeah. law prohibited it, right? Yeah. Or there was a toxic waste dump on it. That would be fraud. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. It's yes, not but... fraud for reasonable people to disagree, but it is for Trump. It, but... <sighs> so, so how could he come to the decision that he defrauded who, who got defrauded here? It, it wasn't the two parties. So the state was defrauded? Is that how he can, since it's civil, is that the party then that was harmed? The, the fine is going to the state. The fine isn't going to the victims. There are no victims. Yeah. The fine isn't going to the bank. The state okay. is just stealing his money. That's that's why in the middle of a, a, an election year, right? Because do you have 300 million liquid sitting around i mean does any billionaire really have liquid cash no. in the hundreds of millions just sitting around because there's smarter things to do with liquid cash you buy properties right and that you, is you know sorry keep going okay wait, no 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 you're gonna make the point because you you got to put your money into things worth it right you want it to grow you would you would invest in more properties just like mar-a-lago right you would get you would take that money you would get an appraisal you would purchase it and they went have a really high uh expectation you give them a low offer you meet in the middle of the park the deal is done so where's the fraud i'm lost i'm i'm looking for fraud i can't find any i'm trying really hard but it's just not showing up i'm calling this the anger and paradox the name oh. after the judge oh so follow me on this Okay, the judge okay. has fined Donald Trump $364 million Woo. for overvaluing his property, which means that the Trump, the, the, the judge has determined that the property is worth much, much less. But he doesn't have that authority anyway.
a $364 million fine is only really possible if the person being fined has the money to be fined, right? The government can't come after you and say, you defrauded no one. I'm fining you a trillion dollars. It doesn't work that way. The, the constitutionality, the legality of the fine is based on Trump's ability to repay it because of his wealth. But his wealth is largely speculative because it's tied up in yeah. his property holdings. He's a real estate so guy. He is being fined an amount based on a perception of wealth, but the crime is overvaluing his wealth. So how does it work? How can Donald Trump be expected to pay such a massive fine if his wealth is tied up in real estate and the underlying offense is that he isn't actually worth it? You know what I mean? Like he isn't actually worth it. Cannonball says that uh, a fine can be excessive if you're Alex Jones. Yeah, that's a ridiculous one too. But at least in that one, not saying it's right, they alleged victims. So there's yeah. a harm there, right? So they had multipliers for harm. The state of New York has not claimed that anyone was harmed at no. all. That's the, that's one of the things. Is in order for a party to be defrauded, that harm has to occur, that harm has to occur in the form of the the defrauding. But that didn't happen to anybody. The bank made money, right? And they made a hell of a profit. They called them a whale of a, a, a client, right? Because they know, they know that those guys are in the business of making money. Yeah, billionaires make mistakes. Sometimes they lose cash, but they knew Trump was famous for turning these properties into these massive money machines, right? Mar-a-Lago's got to be making a ton of cash everywhere year. 20 to 30, 30 million dollars in profit a year. Yeah. But this is the paradox, right? How is Trump going to pay that fine unless that's overturned by appeal? How is he going to pay it? As you well, said, he doesn't estate. have cash lying around. He'll no. have to liquidate real estate holdings. Well, yeah. the judge has said that his real estate is not literally worthless, but comparatively worthless. That Donald yeah. Trump says it's worth 70, mm. 700 million, but it's actually worth 28. So if Donald Trump tomorrow to pay this rule, he won't because he's going to appeal it. But if he goes and sells Mar-a-Lago, for $400 million. That doesn't disprove the judgment against him. So that's why I call it a paradox. Yeah, It's almost like a Schrodinger's cat. The property can be worthless and worth a ton at the same time. And in order for him to set Mar-a-Lago, wouldn't he have to get an appraiser to go and appraise the whole property? And then he would sell it at the market price, correct? Yeah. The that's what would price, happen. The market price is whatever someone's willing to pay for it. Which could be $700 million, a billion dollars, yep. an oil tycoon no, no. somewhere with a billion sitting around. No. So the, the irony is, is that he's saying it's only worth X amount of dollars and you have to pay the fine. You're getting fined $300 million, which would kind of be the value of Mar-a-Lago. I don't know if Donald Forcing Trump... Forcing him to sell. I don't know if Donald Trump could pay this fine by liquidating the properties that are part of this ruling. Like I'd have to crunch all the numbers, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that the judge subjectively has determined Trump's properties to be actually worth less than the fine. So it, it, it's very weird. It's a very weird paradox that that yeah, it doesn't make sense. His properties are comparatively worthless, but also he has to sell his properties to pay the fine. The fine yes. is worth more than the properties. It makes no sense whatsoever until None. you understand that this is all about getting Trump. Yeah. There was no jury trial in this trial. Mm -hmm. There was no trial trial. 
Judge Angerin ruled from the bench, decided that Trump had committed fraud before Trump had even had a chance to mount a defense. Basically, it was like a summary judgment kind of thing. Oh, I read yeah. the I read the government's briefs. Now, if this was a criminal case, that would never be allowed. You have the right to defend yourself. You have a right yeah. to trial. But under New York rules, this kind of a civil action can be decided unilaterally by a judge. Trump filed Holy a motion crap. to have it moved into a special business court where the yeah. lawyers understand real estate, understand business law, and can more fairly judge reasonableness, <laughs> right? Yeah. Judge Angerman, yeah. being anti-Trump, married to an anti-Trump, employing anti-Trump, said, no, Donating. I can handle it. I can handle it. Very clearly, very clear that he can't handle it, right? Yeah. Messing up very core fundamental parts of the logic. And it's no surprise he ruled from the bench before there was. So this whole thing, that this whole show trial we've seen, the only time Trump has actually been able to mount an in-person, in, in the courtroom defense has been during the sentencing phase, during the, uh, yeah. the, 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 the judgment phase. All of this, these witnesses, the testimony, has all been about how guilty he is. Yes. Not whether or not he's, he's, he's guilty or, or innocent. Sorry, liable or not liable. We knew the moment that this was going to go to case, there would be some sort of huge money payout, and it was just to go after the guy during his 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 presidential run in 2024. Yeah. They're trying to just spend his treasure, right? They would love it if he had to put Mar-a-Lago up for sale to pay the fine for Mar-a-Lago. The optics of that would be perfect, right? Yeah. They, they want him to be on TV suddenly having to say, I'm not worth as much as I claimed, right? I mean... Would you love that in the spin cycle? You know, just throw that in there. Let everybody see it. Hits the front of the news that day. Yeah. That would be the way to go. It's never been about a justice. There's there's no innocent or guilty here. It was just, you're going to pay. Yeah. You're and pay. if you don't, we're going to destroy you. Oh, and by the way, if you're another New Yorker here and you got a business, we're not coming after you. We're just going after the Trump. Who does he appeal to for this? The, the, the Supreme Court of New York? Well, Who's Supreme already packed with yeah. thems? Yeah, so New, the way New York designs their court systems, the Supreme Court isn't actually the highest court. It's stupid. Um, this was technically in Supreme Court. But you, you, there's higher levels you can appeal to, right? But And there's lots he's going to have to appeal. This is going to get caught up in appeal. Um, yeah. And yeah. You, have to, you have to hope that you reach a judge who understands the ludicrousness of finding someone $364 million when there's no one hurt and it's all subjective no appraisals, hurt. right? Yeah, there's no one hurt. <laughs> so it, 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 it is crazy. And <laughs> Cannonball says he should call Fannie Willis. She's a straight cash homie. Yes, Fannie Willis apparently has all of the cash in her house. All of the cash. I, I was watching that and... That was funny. I laughed on that. That, 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 I don't know if it's trial. I don't know what you technically call it. Uh, the hearing was wild. That she oh was my paying gosh. her lover boy in straight cash with no receipts. Um, while while the lover boy is going to the Biden White House to yeah. coordinate strategy, and she's reimbursing him with straight cash. The reason that she reimburses him with straight cash is she doesn't want the receipts. Let's be completely yeah. honest, right? right. If I was a criminal trying to take down Trump, you don't want 
<laughs> you don't want the <laughs> uh, you don't want HR and accounting mm-hmm. getting a reimbursement request for White House meeting to get Trump. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, <laughs> what we wrote it. At. Like, no, no, we'll just pay that out of petty cash. Yeah, yeah, we got it. it, it it's it's crazy, and and she was just obstinate on the 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 stand man she was trying to fight back she got that do over where he's like i think every party needs to calm down for a minute here just as the questioning was happening at just the right time when they were really going to pop around what was going on with the money the judge settled that down and i was like man there was that's a funny trial but it doesn't matter because it's not trump they don't have to go after what her father say? He said something along the lines of, uh, uh, "I don't want to be um, racist, but I don't want to be racist." But money? black black people pay in cash. Yeah, it uh, sounds racist. <laughs> that well, sounds what does racist. It have to do with this case, though. I mean, are, are, is it the race defense? I mean, is that where the, all they've got left now? I mean, because you know this thing's going to go south for them. Uh, she well, might be disbarred is, for this. He might be disbarred. Get, the goal is to get her tossed off the case. And then a ruling that says her whole office is now off it because like, like saying that it's corrupted to the point where she can't assign someone else. Then it would theoretically go to the state and then theoretically the state could shut it down. The problem is the people in charge of the state of Georgia who can make that decision all hate Trump's guts. They're the ones who leaked the phone call conversation yeah. that got this started to begin with. Um, they're the ones blocking impeachment efforts against Fannie Willis. So, I don't know. It's uh, if, if you're Trump, you hope that you can delay all of these as long as possible until you become president, right? Yeah. Um, that yeah. that's your goal is to, to delay, 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 appeal, appeal, appeal. I'm nervous that not only the civil cases but the criminal cases, he's gonna end up losing one, and even okay. if he ends up winning on appeal, they're gonna force him to serve the sentence throughout his appeal, just like they're doing to Peter Navarro. So uh, is he going to be in the White House wearing an ankle monitor? I mean, does he have to call everyone to do the job of the president? Can't leave the state? I mean, you could be president in prison. There are cases of congressmen being in prison. Yeah. Um, There's, I I read about one of them in my book. Um, It's it's a very weird situation of winning an election from inside a prison. They have to let you out. And uh, it's, it's very strange. But I mean, what they want nothing more is for like CNN or MSNBC to tune in. Welcome to the presidential debate. Here we have Joe Biden and live from from the Georgia State Correctional Facility, Donald Trump. That that, like that that, that's what they want. That's what they want. Or like, unfortunately, Donald Trump can't be here because he's in prison. Like that that's the optics that they're hoping for. Sure. What conservatives are hoping for is that it ends up being almost like a letters from the Birmingham jail situation of Donald Trump inspiring people from jail and people recognizing the inherent unfairness of what has happened um, to him. It could go, it could literally go either way. Yeah. In terms of optics. uh, I told you at the very beginning of the year, we, we did our show. I said that Joe Biden will still be president come this election i'm still standing so. on that i don't think so i don't, I, think, I, I don't think he's even going to be the nominee i don't think he's going to be but it won't be trump right the, the point here is it won't be trump no matter who it is they're going to try every 
trip. I mean, have you ever heard of a political party turning the power of the, the DOJ uh, 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 of, of taxes and everything to go after your political opponents? That's all this is. It's This is so much uncharted territory that none of this has ever happened before, right? There's yeah. so many firsts under the Joe Biden presidency, right? And there's there's still, so many firsts. And there's still the hard, the, the thing I still can't wrap my head around is how Joe Biden is too infirm and senile to be prosecuted himself for mishandling classified information. But he simultaneously can hold meetings in the White House and pressure the DOJ to hasten up his competitor's prosecution for mishandling classified information. That's the latest that's come out of the White yeah. House, that Joe Chip. Biden is furious that it's taking this long to, to convict Trump and demanding that they go faster. Well, how can you have a man who is too senile to be prosecuted himself for a crime, but just senile enough to pressure the nation's law enforcement agency to go after his political opponent? You can't have that. You can't square that circle. Yeah. That's the world we're living in. That's the world Someone's we're living in. Someone's calling the shots. Someone's calling the shots. His, he's, no, he's actually the perfect president, right? Because it allowed for somebody else to control him. He'd have no idea that he's not president. And if he says something, they have to follow the order, right? Of course they want him. But it doesn't matter as long as it's as long as it's get Trump, get Trump, no matter what. Get I Trump, mean, before you know Trump. it, they're gonna start looking into everything that he's ever done. I mean, what you know, they changed all of the the they reduced they got rid of the time that they could prosecute you for something for yeah, the sex yeah, crimes in a, what yeah. was that called? It, it's escaping me, but they, they yeah, moved yeah, the rule. They lifted the statute of they yes. lifted the statute of limitations for Jeez, one year game. just so one case could be filed. And now the statute of limitations is closed again. Yeah. That is inherently ridiculous. To, the reason that the statutes of limitation exist is because after a certain amount of time, he said, she said kind of claims can't be corroborated. You yeah. can't have one person saying, oh, well, like 40 years ago, he sexually assaulted me. I don't remember where. I don't remember when. I don't remember how. And the other guy says, no, I, I didn't, Your Honor. You you can't adjudicate that. That's why no. statutes of limitations exist. Exist, yeah. Um, he has he has a, a really strong argument for just 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 unconstitutional persecution. Uh, and that's why I, I don't think a and penny of that will ever get paid out. I don't think a penny of that will ever get paid out. Um, yeah, do you think he's actually going to have to deal with that cash? I mean, he could just sit back and not pay it. What's the deuce? That he'd be held in contempt until... Something was paid, and you have to come to an agreement because picking up a three hundred million cash like that—that's—it's just not doable, man. It's realistic. It's not realistic. He knows he—it would harm him so much to get that kind of money. And this guy, like the judge, is just insane. He—he he was just get him, get him, get him, get him from the start. He didn't hide his feelings. No, he didn't at all. Not at all. Didn't at all. And anyone who dared even accuse him or his staff or his wife um yeah yeah were, that's right were, were punished right eric swallow was on I, I i wanted to get the clip i can't seem to find it now eric swallow um who infamously slept with a chinese spy um he was on television the other day and he said that all of these cases against trump make up a security blanket to protect democracy. 
So, like, Wait, right so you're there, leveraging anti democracy things at this dude. <laughs> but like right there, you ha they're saying the quiet part out loud that this is nothing but an attempt to stop Donald Trump from winning. The fact that Donald Trump is the only New York developer to be fined for overvaluing the worth of his property and that the New York governor immediately came out to promise every other developer that they wouldn't be targeted that way. That proves it, right? That that proves it. And the crazy Just part is clear. when Donald Trump did things as president, leftist organizations would sue him and they'd use comments like that to convince judges to throw out policies, right? When Donald Trump wanted to make the border wall, the minute it, they went through his social media history and they said, oh, actually, Your Honor, Trump said Mexico will pay for it. Therefore, he cannot reappropriate money from from the DOD. That's the kind of arguments that they were doing nonstop using his own words against him. It's crazy that the governor of New York, Hochul, can come out and say the quiet part out loud that this was just to go after Trump and no other developers are going to be impacted by this. Um, if it was well, a Republican geez. doing it, it would already be thrown out. Well, Swalwell is not the brightest light in the box. I mean, let's start there. Anybody that sleeps with a Chinese spy you know, you got to wonder about their lifestyle choices. <laughs> I wonder if he got burned too, but that doesn't matter. You know, who knows? But uh, are you surprised though? They pulled out every crazy stop since 2016. Remember when they were pulling the stuff with Hillary, trying to make her look like a, a shining golden goddess, right? On TV. It doesn't work. They spend the next four years, three of which was just all Russian collusion, right? They try to dirty him up. That doesn't work. He loses. Somehow Biden wins, probably through fraud, right? And now they have this opportunity to just keep hammering away at the opposition because now they're in total control. They've the got whole, the DOJ. They've the got the Mar-a-Lago bit. The whole Mar-a-Lago bit stems from a story that's from a couple of years ago of neighbors in Mar-a-Lago suing to try and stop Trump from living in Mar-a-Lago, saying that when he signed that deed to make it a social club, he gave up his right to live in the property. Right. So this has been a fight since Trump ran the first time to try and make mm -hmm. Mar-a-Lago and the zoning of it an Achilles heel for Trump. Donald Trump hit back with the most ingenious workaround ever. He made himself an employee of the social club. And <laughs> one of the conditions of his payment was he's allowed to live in the social club like other employees could live in employee quarters. Sure. Um, so Donald Trump lives there full time as an employee of the social club that is only a social club because they didn't want him living there. So like that, that it's full circle back to the whole thing. You can't value this as a residential property. It's a social club. Well, no, technically you could sell it to a conglomerate of people and make them all employees <laughs> and build employee quarters yeah. on the property for them. You know what I mean? Like, like, Wow. <laughs> the argument, like right there is the workaround, right? So the yeah. argument that like you have agreed in perpetuity to never let other people live on property, it's already ha had a whole shot in it. Right. None of it makes sense. It's all nonsense. Hey, have you ever been to like, are, are, do you think all that, that rezoning stuff's always above board too? Like nobody's talking to somebody that the elbows are getting greased, right? Because zoning is like, it's a big business. Right. There's so much money involved. You know, there's people with influence that, that make things happen all the time, right? I mean, that's the, the crux of the whole situation is, is zoning is a dirty business too. It's just zoning. You can get all the changes you want and that's the fraud. That's the fraud. 
There is an it's Illinois mayor. There's an Illinois hey. mayor. Do you know who I'm Go talking ahead. about? No, no. What, what's going on? I was just thinking about if they appraised Mar-a-Lago and they saw that it had a really good safe and the safe had all this security around it and that's where the papers were held. It looked really good for Donald Trump. So that's never happened. <laughs> As opposed to sitting in the garage for the, the Biden papers. What are you talking about with this dude? There's a, It's a woman. There's a mayor oh. in yeah. Illinois what? who is shutting down local businesses who don't contribute to her campaign. And when people show up to complain about it, she dresses up like a gangster from a movie. <laughs> so it's all about money, right? There she is. <laughs> She's dressed up as Nino Brown, which I forget the movie. Um, this is how she dresses up for the hearing about her shaking down businesses. Dressing up as what? Who's that? Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes yeah. as a drug kingpin, literally dressing up like him. And so what? What she does is she goes here's the thing uh henyard this guy named uh sorry lawrence gardner henyard's the mayor lawrence gardner had his trucking business shut down because he refused to contribute another thirty five hundred dollar to her political war chest and so she went in and convinced her uh her underlings to shut him down on an accusation he was illegally selling alcohol he wasn't it's trucking very obviously not operating a bar but they shut him down just because she has that much power. No, this woman's insane. Whoa. This woman's actually insane. If you haven't seen her yet, um, she Whoa. is she is making everything a business expense. She's going to Vegas. Um, right. I'm pretty sure Private this is plays. the woman. I'm pretty sure this is the woman who <laughs> wow. wrote into law that if anyone else wins election but her, they get like no money. What? So where? <laughs> that's how you work it, like. She like took over the whole system. That's like yeah. evil, like super genius too, right? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the uh, here's the bit. Um, Whoa. Uh, so she, if if she wins, it's, this is written into law. If she wins re-election, she will make two hundred twenty-four thousand dollars a year. If someone what? else wins election, the election, they will only earn twenty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> wow. that's crazy isn't that funny Unbelievable. who's sitting around going you know what I'm thinking we need to make sure that nobody else gets paid for this job here's the municipal attorney Bert wow. Olderson no, no it's so illegal in so many ways it violates <laughs> so many tenets of the law municipal attorney <laughs> yeah. um, oh my no, gosh no, she's crazy uh, here's the accusations against her Funneling township money towards her own personal charity, extravagant travel accommodations, oh. billboards, which are just thinly veiled campaign materials. So basically, she's yeah, touting her, her own up. official. Yeah. Um, I think these were like caring for the, the elderly, um, spending tens of thousands of dollars on personal security and failing to pay invoices. Let's see if I can open up the billboards. Wow. Like, so yeah, it's all, all it's, local Here politics is also above board. <clears throat> Here we go, Tiffany A. Henyard. Anytime you lead with your name, it's more about your reelection than it is about the work. It, yeah, doing. right, right. Guys, Tiffany A. Henyard, Thornton County Supervisor, committed for me because all it's missing. Senior services. <laughs> ah, right, <laughs> don't worry, I'm here to protect you all. Well, and hey, uh. Polis does the same thing in here sometimes. You can just see him on these things and he puts his face on there and you're like, wow, that's not campaign material. There's right? Thinly veiled campaign material. Yeah. But like when it's like a Colorado ad, like come to Colorado. And at the end, he says, 
we'll we'll be waiting for you whatever he's just they yeah. say a tagline at the end right? yeah that's very different from a billboard on the highway for her <laughs> own name advertising that she has seen that she helps with senior services i mean like right business too using yeah. the, the the office of the mayor wow yeah uh scott scott oh, says so, zoning yeah. is all in who you are to what you want and what you can actually get play the game or be screwed absolutely absolutely anything can be rezoned if you have enough friends on the yeah. on the council anything can be yeah. rezoned if you have enough money the mm -hmm. argument that donald trump committed fraud because the deed restrictions zoned mar-a-lago in a way that it couldn't wow. be appraised as a residential property is ludicrous because those deed restrictions are only in place as long as they're in place right so uh, yeah no anything could be rezoned so where does he go from here like how does he how does this get navigated because you know he, he's going to appeal to the end i mean do you really think they're they're going to force a hand in the same year I mean, because if, if the playbook's there, they want everything to happen inside the election year, right? They they need all of the fodder they can get because they know their candidate. You know, right now they're hanging their hat on him looking good in the uh, in the March uh, State of the Union. Which, if your whole campaign gets revitalized by your statements of State of the Union, you know, you've already got problems that are higher than you realize, right? Yeah. And if he comes out there and he looks like just a blathering idiot, what's gonna, what are they going to have next to go after Trump with, right? I mean, they're going to have to ump the ante because they know their candidates continuing to fall in popularity, right? I mean, they, they, they're going to have to pull out all the stops. And what's left after you take the dude's money, right? I mean, you take everything away from a man. What, what's the left to take away well, that, from That is freedom? Yeah, I mean, that's the Tucker Carlson bit. Like, what comes next? If, if you're out mm. to get someone, what yeah. comes next? if you've tried everything and doesn't work the thing that no one wants to talk about is is would someone be willing to kill trump for this it's crazy scary. No, obviously you do don't it. want that yeah. no but if if they're willing to go through all of this to try and ruin the man and he survives all of it like you have to think that there's there's evil people out there who'd be willing to try and fix the problem with a bullet and and that's what's yeah. truly truly scary about right. all of this that it's yeah. um and and Donald Trump always used to say they're coming after me because they can't come after you what we've seen in this is that no they are coming after him in ways that we could all be liable for sure right like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this this like you valued your property more than your tax assessment like right now my my homeowners insurance values my property much higher than my tax assessment my county tax assessment mm -hmm. because those aren't the same things right i've insured it because of all the things inside of it and the cost to actually build a new house just like it is worth it costs much more, more much yeah, much more inflation. right yeah the county tax assessors don't take into account replacement value right but under this logic you could throw me in prison i guess in new york um yeah. you, you could right anyone yeah. who gets along like i bought a yeah. car a few years ago and they say what's your income and i i rounded it off i said okay that's what i think my income is if i wasn't exactly correct is that fraud now usually people say no you made a good faith effort on a quick right. car loan application to say your income you didn't run to your accountant no one runs to their accountant to fill out those kind of fill out credit card applications or you know what i mean yeah. like no you, you make a good faith effort under the new york logic 
There is no such thing as a good faith, reasonable effort to to tell the truth. Wow. If the state wow. disagrees with you, they can retroactively fine you. And the crazy thing is that Donald Trump probably is paying more in fines than he ever would have if he just left Mar-a-Lago as a residential property. You know, I've said it before, we're, we're living in dystopian times. We're seeing the start, right? Because let's say they fail here. Trump does get four more years. It continues on. This is just a, a dry run. This is the first attempt at getting rid of your political opponent, right? It didn't work this time. But the next one, it most certainly will because they won't be billionaires. Or, or or, they'll play the game for politics, right? Anybody that wants to come out and be something contrarian to, to what is Washington will always face this now. And this is learning, right? It'll get better if that's really their goal. Just, just look what he did with the taxes. Look what he did with Trump's taxes, trying to pour yeah. through it to find. That's why they want, when they're like, release your taxes, release yeah. your taxes. Yeah. It wasn't because they wanted to have fair editorial reporting on Trump's taxes. They wanted to go through it with a team of accountants to find yeah. something that shouldn't have been there. And then yeah. to try and bring criminal charges against him. That's, that was always the goal. So anyone who's self-employed is going to have to go through this if they have an R next to their name, not a D. Like that, th they've already run out the, the game plan. If you're self-employed yeah. and you take deductions, congratulations, you can't ever run for Congress or any anything for that matter because we will get your tax returns and we'll go through it with a comb and maybe the IRS didn't want to audit you, but they will after we're done hounding them. This is what yeah. you see in, in mm -hmm. banana republics, what you see in Russia, what you see in dictatorships of yeah. weaponizing the law to go after your opponents. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy, but it's here. It yeah, and the IRS, you know, all those IRS agents all turn into gun-toting IRS agents because yeah, they have yeah, guns yeah. and bullets for them. So it's like, why do RA IRS agents suddenly have the power of the pistol with them, right? Yeah. That's scary. I mean, are they arresting me? They, the IRS doesn't have arrest authority. No, they don't. That is well beyond their yeah, scope. They, they, they do, though? They do, yeah. To, to act yeah. as the law enforcement agency? Yeah. yeah, they can shoot and kill you. See, this those is why guns, the founding fathers guns, hated taxes. Those guns aren't set to stun. They're regular bullets. <laughs> this is why taxes are direct leverage against the populace. That's because if you don't pay taxes, you go to jail, right? I mean, no, my, my wife was, my wife was asking, why do you have so much in your business account? It's like, Annie, tax day is coming up. Yeah. I got to write a big check. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna get some of it back, but I gotta write the big check. Gotta give the government its interest-free loan. Yeah, until I file and if later. I don't, if we don't pay it, they'll come on down us with the force of the government. We will never have the treasure to fight them, and they. Yeah. And even Donald Trump has the treasure to fight them, and look at how they're coming down on him. Well, they want to take it all book. away. Yeah. At, at the very least, when they come after little people, they don't throw the book at them. They'll 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 maybe charge them with five things, plea down to one, one and yeah. let you out on house arrest. But Donald Trump, they have tried him. They have they have they're going after him for everything. The only have the thing they haven't everything. taken from him yet is his freedom and his blood. There are there and are trying literal, the first one. There are literal spies who have been caught literally stealing classified information to give it to a foreign country who have faced fewer charges than Donald Trump does for the Espionage Act. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh my God, really? It's, it's legitimately insane. Because oh. the thinking then is, oh, well, we got them. We got them. We don't need to. 
we don't need to charge them with enough crimes to put them in prison for 700 years. We can just get them in prison for their natural life. That's good enough. But with Trump piling it on because they know they're not going to win all of it, but they just yeah. need one of them to stick. Any, any final words before we wrap this up? I've said it before. I say it again. The government thinks it's something different from you. And every time we talk about these things, it shows up more and more. And at this moment, they think that we work for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, one one more thing I want to remind everyone. My, my new book is available on Amazon, Conservative's Guide to Winning Every <laughs> Immigration Argument. I finally got my copies and a nice little set now available. They sit really nice on a bookshelf. I'm looking. I don't see mine. They sit really nice on a bookshelf. Really, really nice all together. Um, I, you know, so you if I had them, I'd read them. So Amazon and other maybe sign me a couple copies. I can, I can <laughs> sign you some copies. That'd be great. I can sign you some copies. I, I can't. I, I have to figure out how to make them a box set. But uh, yeah, check them out Give on Amazon Christmas. and other um, other retailers. And Josh, how, how can people reach out to you if they want to get you for voiceover work? I know you've been doing some oh, auditions lately. You can go to thevoicehammer.com. Just fill out the contact form there. Tell me what kind of work you need. I can be just about anything except for a really high-pitched mouse. So if you need voiceover work, you let a guy like me know. Hey, voice actors know. Like yeah. You get a range, right? <laughs> you get a range. As a voice actor, uh, what are your thoughts on AI? Because I've seen people suing companies now because AI listened to their voice. Yeah. is now recreating their voice and doing audiobooks in their voice. Uh, my, I like to protect my intellectual property. Our, our whole world is based on IP. Fight for it. You are you. right? They own the image of Michael Jackson and can put on concerts of him in the future. Right? It's yeah. no different than my voice, right? Yeah. But right if, now, if somebody wants to buy it like they bought uh, James Earl Jones' voice for Darth yeah. Vader, take the money and run. But right now, I could use AI to listen to your voice. There's enough tape now. Listen to it. Create something similar to it. And route it through my microphone. I could be you. I could be you right now. Well, that's actually <laughs> kind of scary. Because <laughs> it is like, I, I use it for it, prank it, phone it, calls. At that point, <laughs> it's, not, it's not your voice. It's just something that sounds like your voice. Yeah, they did it with Joe Biden recently. Yeah. On yeah, a bunch of those phone calls. Yeah. Uh, man, it scares me. It scares me. IP always, yeah. you know, know your value and right now it doesn't think like me not yet we'll, we'll have to do a, a show on ai because it is it is terrifying what's coming down the pipe oh, but that'll yeah. be for another episode if you like the podcast make sure you subscribe links are in the description subscribe give us a thumbs up comment share with your friends um do subscribe to the audio edition of the podcast we try to make this as audio friendly as possible so subscribe to the audio edition set up to auto download so you can listen as you're driving to and from work or wherever that's it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. I am Josh Hammerly. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back the country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. See you next time. See ya.